on it, flood it. Let's go, let's get it. Episode 79, A-League Show. What's going on? How's everybody, how's everybody on this uh, another uh, Saturday morning? I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. I was Last week this time, I was on the men, heavy. Like oh, I, I didn't oh, leave the house for like three days, so oh, really? I'm what was happy uh, to be outside. And, and, what was and uh, going on? Uh, some, some stuff, man. Oh, is there some stuff? Gotcha. I understand. We all got that. We all got stuff going, you know, going on. Of course, you know it. You know it just happens. You know, life can be a a, a you know what, as as so many people can say. You know, it is what it is. What about you, David? Well, finally recovered from this uh from this uh, root canal. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah, you was telling you was telling me something about a little bit about that uh, last week. Yeah, man. They they might have to go to a specialist to get this done. That was bad. <laughs> oh man, I can only imagine like, you know, just just the whole thing as far as, you know, just as far as that's concerned, like those are, you know, those types of occasions are definitely one of those things that you just, you know, you just absolutely cannot help but just completely dread like, oh man, I actually got to go ahead and do this like, ah. Uh. Yeah, listeners and anybody in this room, do not neglect your dentist. <laughs> oh, wow, true. It's, it's very expensive and painful. Yeah, it is <laughs> very expensive, very painful, but also, um, but also, you know, very important as uh, as, as so much of us know. But fun but, fact, uh, I haven't been yeah. to the dentist since 2005. Oh, yeah, and we, mm. we we talked about that in the group message. Hey, you, uh, you probably didn't get you. A, I don't know if you got dental insurance or not, but you know, get you a Groupon, get that checkup, man. <laughs> I, I feel like at, at this point, it's just like. Mm, it is what it is. I might, I might as well keep running at this point. I don't know, uh, man. You want to yeah. be like Birdman, have a grill instead of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that boy? I've seen worse. I've seen worse though. As far as he's, I've seen, I've seen worse even even than him. But it, you know that that is what it is. That's you know that's their deal. But the thing is, you know, I guess you know about celebrities, and you would think that they would have like the, you would think that they would have the money to be able to afford that stuff. But I guess not because they're, you know, they're just trying to like, you know, get them gold grills in their in their teeth. Hey, Cole said I'm rocking with the crooked smell. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just at this point is what 13 years. I just feel like at this point, dog, just. It is what it is. If it's worked for 13 years, I guess, you know, you know, it's I mean, kind of keep like, on like going with the hot hand. I, I know when I get older, maybe not even that older, maybe in like five years, five years, say it's been 18 years at that point since I've been to the dentist. My mm-hmm. God. Stuff oh. is going to start going south. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be some like surprise. Oh, snap. What happened? It's What's better, going like, on? Like, really? Blah, like, blah, I waited blah. all this time. I procrastinated. Like, And the thing about it is that I kind of had that issue, too, with procrastinating with certain things. I've really been trying to like address that. But it's just one of those things where my body just kind of like tells me like, oh, no, Akeem, you ain't doing this today. You're taking your butt back to sleep. <laughs> you're taking your mess back to sleep and you're going to do this some other time. Yeah, that's um, uh, yeah. Closing in on thirty, yeah. I can finally see what people are talking about when they're saying like, you know, you can't, can't do what you do when you're eighteen, nineteen. And I was like, yeah, 
that stuff catch up to you. So. <laughs> I guess it does, especially nowadays. It catches up to us, you know, real fast and everything. But as always, thanks once again, everybody out there, for uh, tuning in as listening as always. Kind of sad news happened earlier this week. You know, what was uh, what was it that was going on? We had uh, two rappers die in the same day. Jimmy yeah. Wapo from Pittsburgh. I think he was like 21. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, of course, the, the superstar XX Tentacion, who died at, at 20. So yeah both of them were, were shot and murdered the same day right exactly that was uh you know and the one you know about uh, um about xxx and tentacion that was really um that was really the one that i feel like really got a lot of the a lot of the headlines because you know like you said he was 20 and you know it was one of those things where people were going on back and forth and you know they were you know some were you know some were saying like oh this is so sad he died so young only 20 but then a lot of people were like oh wait a second you know he was uh this you know this guy wasn't exactly an angel because you know he had a you know he had a track record or, or a rap sheet i guess you could say against him so there were i know that there are some people on twitter and instagram that were actually like celebrating the fact that you know the fact that he died and that really you know just opened up this you know this huge debate once again you know talking about you know how we remember people and what more do we want to you know remember them by particularly when they go i think the thing my well well my stance is just you know it's it's not our job to judge right so Mm -hmm. as humans it's not our it's just that's just not my my role it's to judge like on whether a person's going to heaven or hell after they die that's not up to me that's up to the big man so Mm. um first of all that that that's how where i sit with that second off i just don't feel um i I don't feel well about speaking ill on the dead because just because that's how i was raised i don't speak ill on the dead understandable if you don't have something nice to say don't say it at all that that's just how i was raised Mm. all right now with the things that 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 he he did and all that stuff i can understand why a person would be frustrated and mad or the, feel the way they felt, right? Mm-hmm. It's just for me. If a twenty-year-old gets shot and killed, it's sad. Like it's a sad thing. Like absolutely, it's sad that a twenty-year-old lost his life. You know, they they said he was trying to get be- uh, better and trying to do better and try to live better. Uh huh. Flip things around. He said he was trying to do better and he was starting charity initiatives and uh, trying to turn his life around. Stuff trying to turn his life around trying to turn his image around trying to have a more positive impact on the world than you know what he was previously doing all that bad energy he was putting out early on in his life mm. and it's like you know you know a lot of people try to change their life so it's like you yeah. know you, you see people like drug addicts if you know a drug addict like they'll say like oh i'm changing my life i'm changing my life and you know and they go like, to rehab and stuff i mean but in the back of your mind you know they're not gonna change like you know they're gonna come back to it eventually come back to the person they were you know what they used to be and all that you know like you can't always trust people when they say oh they're trying to make changes they're really trying to you know change the person they are their reputation it's one of those things where when they say that they say that they're trying to make changes but really and truly and especially i feel like in the case of a lot of celebrities they say this stuff about you know trying to make changes but really and truly it's just more or less of a pr stunt and particularly particularly i feel like they do that in a lot of ways to, prior to when they're about to like come out with projects like if they're about to come out with an album or if they're about to come out with a movie like that'll probably turn some people off but 
you know, they're they're trying to do that. I guess you know, I guess it's a PR play. Right, but I don't I don't really think that was the thing with the X. So because X was he was already huge independently. Like before he signed, yeah. he, he blew up when he was in jail. Like ironically, the the song "Look at Me" blew up when he was in jail. He, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't signed to anybody. Had no label pushing the song. The yeah. song just blew up. Oh, on the internet, it just blew up organically. He was locked up, and then his mugshot became like this big thing on on you know underground hip hop internet and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. So like. I don't think he was doing it as a PR stunt. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, when you know people that have done wrong, but like kind of have like two personalities, multi-personalities, yeah. they'll, they'll tell you like, hey, bro, I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do right. And they'll go back to it. So when people say he's trying to change their life, long story short, what I'm trying to say is I don't put much stock into that. What I'm focusing on is the fact that he, he did these things but at the same time, I don't speak ill on the dead, and it's not my position to judge whether a person goes to heaven or hell. That's not my spot in life. I stay in my lane. So Lonzo Ball. With, with, with that, with the exactly. Ball. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know. David has, you know, he he said he even he never really heard of X. He did his research after, you know, he saw the big news about X passing and stuff, and he kind of, you know, he might have a different opinion. So I'm I'm gonna let him speak. Oh well, um, yeah, I never heard of X prior to prior to his death. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I know, like, I listen to a lot of radio, never heard of him. Just uh, it's uh, it was just interesting. Like, you know, I, I remember like Rashad, he texting the group, he was like, X got shot. I'm like, who is X? And he was like, and he got you know typed his name. I don't even know how to pronounce it, the little T part of his name, but you know, just XXX from the T, you know. Yeah. And uh. And I was just like, you know, dang, you know, I was a little, little, little Florida rapper, you know, and got shot and killed. And like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I'll just, you know, see like different, you know, types of uh, media coverage on him. Like, I see like people like praising him, like he's like, you know, like similar to here, like in Atlanta with uh, Bankroll Fresh, you know, like, you know, young star on the rise and, mm-hmm. and you know. Or shot it low. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, young star on the rise, and and you know he didn't even reach his potential. And I was like, okay. And then I was just like, you know, like every shot, what, what songs he made. You know, I was like maybe I maybe I must uh you know maybe must overlooked it or something. You know, a lot of a lot of these rappers sound sound like like I listened to like last week I listened to Uzi Vert. I'm like, I seen his name before, but I can't name none of his songs. Mm. <laughs> Is that uh, a little Uzi, by the way? It's too much salt. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I see a lot of them, like, the little, the little names, like, back when I was, like, in middle school. You but know, had, but like, X, hold on. X, he made um, Sad. That, that that was kind of, like, his latest radio hit. It was like, Yeah, it was Sad if you ever try to let go. I think I heard it. I'm saying I know you. I'm saying I know you. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I may have heard it on yeah, a few times. I tried. I imagine yeah. that probably on like the like you say the radio stations. That probably on the radio stations in Florida, they probably play it a lot. Yeah, probably what the case is. I don't know Kodak Black's pretty popular in Florida. When I come down to Florida, I hear this stuff a lot more than I hear it up here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On, yeah. on 99 and 103.5. Yeah, nah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just uh, it was just interesting. Like you know, I saw one one tweet. I think a tweet posted talking about like you know. If Malcolm X got murdered at 20, look at how people would view him. 
and you know X he gets murdered at 20 you know he could have been the next Malcolm X I was like no Boy, uh, oh, I was like no no uh, about that. that's a reach well, yeah. let, well, well, let me tell y'all, okay, since y'all don't know about X, like the background, why people are saying this dude, you know, his death, he could be looked at as the Tupac of this generation. Mm. So X, his music really appealed to like the emo kids, the kids that didn't really like, kind of the weird kids, you know? Like the, the outcast? Uh, the, the very, the very dark, the dark crowd, like oh. the emo. E- e- emo is the best way I could put it. He very appealed to the emo crowd, the you know the kids that were, uh, you know, contemplating suicide at one point in time and dealt with bullying perhaps and like the stereotypical gothic kids. Right, right, right. Dealt with depression, uh, anxiety, um, bipolar. Like that X had all that junk, and like so through his art, he he did a great job of expressing all of those feelings, and the kids could really gravitate towards it. And then he'll make like, you know, he'll go on IG live and then he'll just be like, yeah, man. And I just want to let you guys know if I made it through it, if I'm making it through it day by day, you can do the same and keep your head up and we won't let depression. So he is kind of like that kid. So like the kids oh. really looked up to this man, like X, all oh, X, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He was a big right, deal. So, so when you say like, you know, he could have been the next Malcolm X. I'm just throwing my hands in there because I don't know. I mean, the dude, like, seriously, I mean, legitimately, I mean, he had a huge impact on I mean, a whole generation I mean, of Malcolm kids. Malcolm was in civil rights, and that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, right, but but I'm saying, like, when those kids grow up with him, right? So say, like, when those kids, all right, say his fan base is 12 to 20. When those kids 12 to 20 get 22 to 30, you know, and he's... 30 himself you know 10 years down the road then you're talking about a you know a whole kind of like young adults generation because that is an activist you know activism generation or activism I mean, um, kind I mean, of what they call it time frame in your life it's I a mean, big you know, thing. 20 to 30 i mean yeah. this guy's actually fighting for actual human rights and stuff i mean like you know x you know i get the influence and stuff but like you know he's doing some real stuff like you know actual you know, dealing with oppression and stuff. You know, not not trying to downplay depression and stuff, but you know, this is just. Some I'm stuff just saying, that, you you never know what he would have evolved into. Is what I'm trying to say. From the perspective, I guess you know, of those like you said, 12 to 20 year olds that eventually become 22 to 30 year olds, they could have put him on that type of a pedestal. But that is, you know, one of those things that you could have said. I mean, we've seen you know stories of lots of people that were able to turn their lives around. Lots of you know, lots of rappers themselves came up from you know from humble beginnings, and they probably you know did a lot of things that uh, that probably in the mainstream would more or less be frowned upon. But eventually, they're able, for the most part, to you know turn their lives around and become you know what they're able to evolve into but yeah i'll say you know i read up on the guy and i was like i was like he beat his pregnant girlfriend i'm just like uh mm. i mean i don't care uh yeah i don't care like um how you know that's just that's inexcusable i mean like it's just one thing to you know it's one thing you know like someone steals some bubble gum in the store or something like that you know kids do kids do some you know some weird crimes, you know. That's you know that that happens, but you know, beating on a pregnant girl and being that bad, you know, it's just yeah. I just I just can't. It's just kind of hard for me to like overlook that about him. I mean, like you know, 
I don't wish bad on the kid, but I'm not gonna be up here like, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is a, this is a huge loss, and you know, this is, you know, like, you know, like Sean Taylor, you know, and you know, Redskins, like, you know, he, he was a great father, he was a great, a great son and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I'm just like, I'm like, uh, he died, you know. Or on the level of like a junior Seau? Yeah, there's like, you know, he died. Um, okay. So I see that I see that point. I mean, and that's the that's the part of it. As far as you know, you know, it, it's one of those things that we've kind of talked about in, in previous episodes, separating the man from the art. And you know, it's you know, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to do for most you know for most people. Like I can understand what you just said as far as you know, separating the separating the man from the art. I mean, we can't you know overlook the fact that you know he beat his pregnant girlfriend. I mean, that's this 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 beyond deplorable for sure. But, you know, it also is one of those things where you also had to kind of, you know, also had to kind of take a step back. And remember, Chris Brown is still relevant. I mean, we kind of we, we kind of had to, you know, remember, like, you know, there are still, you know, people, you know, huge, you know, black celebrities, whether it's a Chris Brown or whether it's a, you know, whether it's an R. Kelly, even though it seems as though like black Twitter is pretty, completely like turned against him. But he, he was still selling out shows, though. Still yeah. selling out shows. Yeah, it's a weird divide with that whole situation. Like, you know, I saw like his thing with Spotify, like his his numbers are high. I think in London, and I was like, that's really weird. But who numbers? Uh, R. Kelly. Big in London. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, you know, and, and it, it, that's that's just part of that. Like you said, it's part of that whole divide that um, I guess people really want to you know go back in. You, you know, it's. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a lot you know it's just a lot to kind of you know try and contend with but um but you know it's um it's definitely sad i mean you know anybody that you know that dies at 20 it, it's it's definitely sad that's certainly something that cannot be overlooked enough i mean you know we're we're all of us are still relatively fresh out of college and we've seen you know we've seen stories you know around atlanta about you know people of of our age you know getting shot in cold blood in the streets so you know we are able to you know are able to relate to those types of things probably more so than maybe you know older generations so you know we've seen it for ourselves we've heard about it for ourselves and when we hear about whether it's you know whether it's something going on with that or whether it's somebody like an XXX Tentacion that got you know that you know lost at 20 it hits someone in our generation definitely hard because it's one of those things that kind of gets back to the whole idea of oh it was him tomorrow it could either it could easily be one of us the next day but the thing that kind of stirs me about music especially on hip hop and stuff is just like if anything, it gives them more, um, it makes them more legit, you know, just like, you know, death makes you, it takes you to a different level, like, uh-huh. like, uh, I see it a lot in music, and then just like, <clears throat> like Rashad said earlier, you talked about like his song blew up while he was in jail, you know, it's just like, you know, this type of stuff is like glorified, you know, just like, you know, he... You know, he got out of jail and, you know, he blew up and got out of jail. He's doing his thing and stuff. And then just, like, the crime stuff just, you know, legitimizing and stuff. You know, like, you know, because people are just, like, you know, you know, you know, people criticize certain people, certain rappers and stuff. Like, he's soft. You know, he ain't going to hang out nobody. You know, like, Drake. Yeah, Drake that a lot. Yeah, like, Drake. Then you got someone like, oh, you know, X, he's real. You know, just, like, you know, why is he real? 
you know, so how, how's he real? What did he do? And he was like, yeah, exactly, you know, and it's just like, you know, I just don't, I just don't like that because you look at different forms of entertainment, you know, like this was Greg Hardy, you know, it wouldn't be the same type of uh, sympathy versus. Question, how, how, would, how would Gucci be looked at? Uh, Gucci, yeah, he'd get the same. He would get uh, even higher buzz because you know he's uh, more well known. And- Gucci would get nothing but love. Yeah. Oh, for sure, because he like he's completely he's yeah. completely turned over a new leaf. Yeah, but that's- then again, to your point, those are totally different crimes than what X was doing. Yeah, yeah. but coming back to it. I mean, I'm just saying like it ain't in, my part to judge on any of them. I mean, I'm just saying like in just like in music industry, like why is that? I don't understand like any other form like that, like in sports. Well, or, no, it's in art too. It's in art. art. It's in movies. Yeah, it, it, your your value goes up after you die. I mean, I just want like are you talking about going to jail? It's like the negativity and stuff like towards. I mean, it's one of those issues where when you think about it, the you know with the whole music thing, the the thing that kind of gets me is. Weren't there videos that were kind of put out to where he was kind of predicting it? And I think that's where the Tupac comparison sort of come in. Because you, it's, it's like it kind of brings me back to that because, you know, both he and Biggie were kind of putting out songs around the time that, you know, around that time that, you know, they, you know, they were shot and everything that, you know, they were kind of hinting at it. And that's what makes it eerie. Yeah, but, but back to David's point about the glorifying the, the negative stuff. I, that's just... That I wouldn't say though the white man. Let me take that back. That's the industry um, promoting the the negative images to that. That's a deeper conversation for you know for kids to kind of look up at like negative and bad is is good and kind of being like you want to be like you want to be like Gucci because Gucci real Gucci went to jail for you know having so-and-so pounds of drugs and so-and-so amounts of guns. T.I. went to jail for having so-and-so amounts of guns. Free T.I. We, we want T.I. out. Free to real. Um, rest in peace, so-and-so who was in a rap beat. Rest in peace, so-and-so who was in a so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? Like, all my homies on the block, you know what I'm saying? We, we got I, all my homies from back home. I got three people locked up. Free so-and-so, free so-and-so, free so-and-so, and I got two homies dead. And long live so-and-so, rest in peace so-and-so. If you don't have that in your lineup, in your group, then you're not considered verified. You know what I'm saying? You're not considered real. And so, like, kids chase after that. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, like, kids chase after that. They want to have a dead friend. They want to have someone in jail that they know. They want to go to jail themselves and have people say, free so-and-so and use their mugshot. That's why they glorified the mugshot in hip-hop. Yeah, that's pretty sad. <laughs> when you think about it, and, and why you think that trap music is the music that took off the fastest, or, or the, the music, why you think the littles is even a thing? Mumble rap is even a thing. Why is even like the biggest thing right now? Because mumble rap, they ain't talking about nothing. Oh, I got the girl. I got the girl and she taking the drug. I got the girl and she taking the drug and we finna go die. Everybody know that I'm finna, I ain't scared of death. That, that's what's taking off because that's what they want kids to glorify. That's what they want kids to chase after. It's really a trap. They really trying to trap the next generation of kids to go and chase this lifestyle, right? 
So we'll have more black kids, uh, more young black kids, and more youth uh, headed from school, the prison to school pipeline, whatever the, the exact name is. That's what it's called. Or they, they're trying to get kids going out from school. They're trying to get them out to schools, trying to get them out the education system, trying to get them away from college and more towards grave sites and, and prison cells. That's all of what it is at the end of the day if, if we're keeping it a buck. So, I mean, and the, and to the thing, answer your question, that, that's why they glorify it. And the thing about it is that they glorify it, but as we know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these rappers, once they start getting the money and the fame, yeah, they may get the girls, but it's not like they're going ahead and living the lifestyle. But they rap about the lifestyle, and they talk about the lifestyle in their mumble raps because for a lot of them, that's what they grew up knowing. That's then, all they grew up knowing. And then hip-hop, it even goes back past mumble rap. All right, so I'm going to lay off the mumble rappers. I'm going to go to the real rap, gangster rap. Okay, all right. People have been glorifying the hood and hip-hop since forever. Oh, yeah. So 50. kids. So now kids, that uh, parents that grew up in the hood, right, and worked so hard and got out the hood and then raised their kids in a better life because they wanted a better life for them, their kids growing up in the middle class, they want to go to the hood because the music they listening to. Because mm. the music videos they seen These yeah. artists ain't in the hood And the artists that do stay in the hood And do go back to the hood They end up dead That's the yeah. thing That's the thing Because it's just this one man of- X This week X was back in his neighborhood X was back in his area Right You can't go back in your area Without no security You can't just be chilling With your friends Right exactly I mean, Jimmy Wapo I don't know where he was at I assume he was probably still in his because I seen an interview from him from like 2017. This is shortly after his biggest hit came out, Elm Street. He doing an interview from the projects and and they're like, "This your hood? This where you from?" He like, "Yeah, this where I be at." Why are you still in the projects, dude? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, he. Yeah. I, I know he want no millionaire because I ain't heard of him, but I know he had enough money to get out the hood. Yeah. To get out the projects. Right. So it's like. When we glorify these things and we say, oh, you ain't real because you don't never go back to the hood. Oh, you ain't never real because you so-and-so. It's all a trap. They're trying to kill us. They're trying to put us in jail more. Because Jay-Z gets that a lot. It's like crazy. certain rappers, like when they make it, they get, and, and that's the subject of a lot of disses. Like when a, like when a rapper will get, you know, will get really big, that's one of those things that people will go ahead and they especially in rap beefs they will use that like oh you never go to the hood you never get back to your community you just all about the money and this 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 that and the third like yeah, they'll I use mean, that yeah i mean that there it is i mean bankroll fresh didn't die like that bankroll fresh died in a very nice area it was just over some stupid stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. but and, i mean yeah but that that's what happened so i mean and it is one of those things also where, you know, kind of like what you said, you also because it's so it's so sad because when you try to go back to the hood and when you try to go back to your community, you think, oh, everybody's going to be, you know, going to be happy for you. And you're really going to be cheering for you and rooting for you. But then you got, you know, got, got some people out there, some people that you grew up with that are going to be trying to they're going to be trying to shoot you and steal your chain. Just jealous. Just jealous, exactly because they, because they didn't make it. But but you know, Cardi story. B, she had a interview, you know, right when Bodak Yellow first started blowing up on Breakfast Club and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know they was asking if she'd be going back to her block, and I I don't know where she at, or where she's somewhere from. in Bronx. Okay, all right, Bronx, because I, I didn't want to say some other place in New York, and then people be, oh, yeah, you got the wrong block, <laughs> you got the wrong. 
Because you know how they here. are in New York yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Brown Borough. She ain't from Brooklyn. Yeah. She, ain't she ain't from, from Brooklyn. She ain't from Jersey. <laughs> she ain't from Jersey. <laughs> Dang, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't from Harlem, but Queens. Yeah, in the interview, they was asking her, does she still be going back to her block? And she was like, yeah, because like it's it's boring in my mansion. I get bored in my mansion. There's wow. Like, yeah, I get bored, so I go back to the hood and you know be with my friends because that's where all my friends are. And that's where my family is. And, uh, wow. Charlemagne was like, "You can't go back to the hood. You gotta stop doing that." So I mean, it's I don't know. It's this kind of the 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 stuff that they put um, attention to because you want the consumer wants what you put out in front of them. So if you know people wonder why you know maybe a Lecrae isn't as big as Drake, it's because the consumer only wants what the the um, well, what's the word? I guess employer, Wh- whoever, the person behind it, the person with the power, the person with the most push is going to push forward. So if right. I see Drake in every commercial and, and Drake's glorifying this lifestyle that he's not living, but people are going to chase whatever Drake's saying. Oh, I got shooters and, and they're going, you know, because, you know what I'm saying? Drake never said I do it. But Drake say I got folks who gonna do it. Yeah. And I grew up and I got all this money and I got all these women. I got all these cars. That's yeah. what kids gonna chase. That's what kids. Man, life is so much more than what you hearing. And a lot of there's a lot of kids that can't decipher that. That's just entertainment. And this right. is real life. So it's all a trap. I. But what what I'm trying to you get what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. It is. You know. It absolutely. It is absolutely. But what that was it is. a good question. I appreciate that absolutely for sure for sure yeah i figure uh, you um, kind of relate to the audience pretty well you know you're, yeah, you're a little yeah. bit younger than me so you know you probably yeah that that is that is kind of like i'm a little older than that particular crowd but um it's still in my ballpark to where yeah, I, yeah. I know what the kids are listening to yeah, <laughs> I think I think we're all kind of I think we're all to a certain extent are kind of plugged into what the you know to what the kids are listening to. I, I think don't that. Know. I, mean, I, I don't know. Uh, David, uh, hey, David, <laughs> hey. Oh, David is definitely that, plugged in. No, 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 David, David is not plugged. No, in. He's I, plugged in. I yeah, mean, right. I don't know. I, 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 I remember I, I used this one Drake line the, the other uh, week in a group message, and Eric was like, "Who's that?" And uh, David was like, "Drake." I was like, okay, David. Because <laughs> David don't get nothing past the year. I say about, um, I say maybe 2011. I say, I give you 2011. Okay. Anything past 2011, David, don't ask David. <laughs> but you can ask David. But you, the thing is, Rashad, as we know, you can ask David just about anything, even past 2011, if it has to do with WWE, because we know how big of a oh, yeah, wrestling yeah. fan he, he is. In, uh, David, anything in the sports world, anything athletically, David got you. Especially anything wrestling. pop culture, hip hop, past 2011, David. Ain't I, I mean, if it's mainstream, I've I've heard of it. If like, it's mainstream, yeah, like you know, like uh, I remember 50, you know, G Unit had a big run, Cash Money had a big run, G Unit, but like. You know, it's, it's music just different now. It's just, That's what I'm saying. You, like, you know the stuff back then, but this yeah, is like, like, you know, one six and Park. You know, I I really appreciate that show <laughs> now because if it weren't for that show, I wouldn't know like a lot Happy of. Happy in a loop. Yeah. One six and Park and Yo MTV raps feel like so long ago. Like honestly, yeah. I was watching a, a one six and Park video the other day with Kanye when he's uh. 
uh, giving out his uh, he was debuting the three videos for Jesus Walks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like this is just crazy. It was like so that, such a long time ago. Yeah. It really feels like such a long time ago. You know what else we're also plugged into? What happened Thursday night? Oh yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I'm gonna let David go. Um, you do that. Well, with the draft, you know, they hyped it up all week. You know, these writers and stuff. You know, because it was, it was, uh, you know, I would say for the longest, like with the uh, 2016 free agency, you know, a lot of bad contracts, and you know, it's hardly any cap space. So, like, you know, like after the finals ended, and everybody's talking about where LeBron gonna go, and then the stuff like Kawhi leaked out, you know, it got even a bigger deal, and you know, just like, you know, we might see something happen during the draft, and you know, because you know, everybody's talking about like, you know, it might, you know, just. You're gonna see a lot of movement and stuff. There, you know, there's only like five teams with cap space. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna see a lot of movement. And I was, I was like, man, it's like three trades, but um, <laughs> in the first round, really but, one trade. Yeah, it was, yeah, and it, was it just, involved the Hawks. Yeah, and it was just like it was, it was um, a few surprises. I mean, I was, I really was expecting my player movement, but as far as like the draft itself, it was, uh, it was entertaining. Like especially with Woj with his uh, use of the thesaurus. Trying to shoot. That was classic. Shout yeah. out to Woj. I was like, uh, I was watching a draft in Three Dollar Cafe, and I was like, trying my best not looking at my phone. I was like, let me just be surprised. Cause, like, I did that. I did that. I did that with, did that with NFL draft too. I, I did that one year. It was like uh, maybe like 2015, 2016 or something. I went to the Hawks draft party. And I did not take my phone out. I was like, I'm not taking out my phone. I can know who all the picks are right now. And then, like, my stepdad was with me. And he was like, why don't you want to take out your phone? I was like, I don't want to spoil it. He's like, what's, what's the Twitter? What? Uh, he, he, like, signed up, tried to make a Twitter and all yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, it don't just work like that. You got to follow the right people. And <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was a surprise because, like, um, even during our, our little group chat, I think Jeremy said something like, uh, uh, trade is official. What are you talking about? And I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for sure Jeremy was not happy about that, was probably not happy about that trade yeah, because uh, it was Trey Young and he's kind of been piling on the last two months. Yeah, it was Zach Klein. He was on Twitter and I was like, uh, you know, he usually does this every now and then, like rarely, you know, he got like a little inside stuff. I remember like, Every you know, now and then. Yeah, like with uh, Horford signing, he was, you know, he was saying a lot of stuff. And I was like, he's over here talking about stuff and Woj talking about stuff now. Woj's sounding wrong. You know, I see David Aldrich and Zach Klein, they're on point. And, like, and I was like, Zach Klein from, from the news From station? Channel 2? I was like, he ever been inside and out? And then, <laughs> I ain't trying to disrespect him. It's just like, you know, you wouldn't think you're like in your local sports guy, you know, every, you know, usually here in Atlanta because, you know, um, <laughs> usually in Atlanta, you know, hey, we get I our, ain't say it. I ain't say it. We say get it. our um, we get our sports news from like Woj and Aldrich and, and uh, uh, whatever Shams, you know, just you know, just that, you know, uh, Mark Spears, you know, he might break story, you know, just you know, we get we get it from those guys and you know. What about you know the the local guys, AJC? I mean, like Viv, he did his thing with the uh, with the fairy with the. Very situation. I mean, he broke. He did some stuff. Cunningham. Uh, yeah, he did a good job on the uh, draft breakdowns, but <laughs> you know, this. Uh, you know, I, I know who win and lost when I read AJC. <laughs> did, did 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 Viv did, did Viv tweet something about the NHL draft since I was there the other night again? I didn't. I didn't follow. It. I didn't follow stuff. I ain't seen nothing like on him really. Like I. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't really see nothing. I just like kept seeing Shams and. I don't even know who's the number one pick in the NHL draft last night. 
don't even know either. Dang, that's terrible. I, know. So I apologize to the I mean, yeah, we we just start we're all gonna start falling for yeah, each just, uh, with, Even with, with no team. With, with Atlanta, you know, like I mean everybody kinda knew like you know, with the draft, everybody kinda knew like um Aiden was gonna go first and Yeah, worst and kept Bag- secret. And Bagley was either gonna be second or third pick, you know, it's kinda like then it leaked beforehand, like by Wells, you know, it's gonna be Bagley's gonna be second. But I've been seeing like Bagley going to Sacramento like for the past week, so I was like I'm not really too surprised. Yeah. But then like with Atlanta, you know, I was like they, you know, because like, you know, in Atlanta here, we always got this thing, like, you going back to when uh, Budenholzer was head coach, you know, like, no leaks. And I was like, you know, this, we all know who the, um, we all know who the draft pick is going to be, because like, you know, with Draft Express, you know, they had their thing, ESPN, Bleacher Report, you know, everybody had their mock drafts about who they think the Hawks going to get, you know, like, Jaron Jackson and stuff. Yeah, I think, I think the last leak was, um, that I can remember was Al Horford. In 2007, and then uh, AC Law. 2007 NBA draft was the last time is something is leaked out about the Hawks, and we knew beforehand, like yeah. a day or two, who what the Hawks were going to do exactly. Yeah. They, they were going to draft Al Horford number three and, and AC Law 11. Like that's just that's the last time I, I've known. Like you said, yeah. Um, man. What happened to AC Law? I have no idea. He's playing in uh, in Euroleague with Don. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought so. I yeah, thought so. Don just uh, facing high level former NBA talent. <laughs> right. Like Eddie Tavares. <laughs> yeah. True. True. I mean. Peril Antich. I mean, Peril Antich. Yeah. Look at NCAA though, man. Malcolm uh, Delaney. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> look at NCAA though, man. Like you know, not everybody's a powerhouse there. Mm. True. You right. I mean, it is, you know, it is absolutely true. I was just kind of surprised, and maybe they were talking about this much of the night, but I was just kind of surprised that Porter fell all the way down to Denver, I believe. Yeah, 14. 14. They said he could miss a year. Yeah, I was just. <laughs> they uh, said he could miss the first season. That didn't stop Denver from picking him. Yeah, I mean, with them, they have a good situation. You know, they had Wilson Chandler, he opted in. Pretty veteran team, so it's just like it's not really a. You know, they don't need to really throw them in, but you know, I can understand them being cautious, especially them who didn't really have like the a medical evaluation like how Chicago did. But I thought for sure he was a lock in Chicago, but mm. yeah, it's crazy. Like, but yeah, that, that Hawks trade surprised me because, like, I. You know, like, y'all can probably hear me on this podcast. Like, I was like, I like Trey all year, you know. With, uh, I watched Oklahoma, so I didn't take it from the bat this year. So, <laughs> so I was like, they had, a little, they had a little down year. So, I was like, I'm going to watch Oklahoma. I remember uh, DJ Dunson, he said something about, in a group chat, he was always talking about Trey Young. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's talking about him, like, the first couple games. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Trey Young. I'm like, who's that Trey Young guy? And I looked him up, and I was like, Okay, he got a nice little shot. And then I saw, you know, the next thing, Oklahoma's winning some games. I was like, Oklahoma in basketball? Yeah, like, it's been yeah. <laughs> Like, something's not right here. Isn't Oklahoma a football school? Yeah, and I was like, okay, he's good. And I was like, I was like, hey, yo, guy, check out, check out uh, Trey Young. And I remember, um, yeah, I remember, like, he he had the game against uh, Alabama. You know, it was a big deal. I think, Rashad, you went to that game, No, I was trying to go. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, we had um, saw them two go head to head, and there was a little hype behind it because like every time Trey Young and like ESPN kept hyping up Trey Young, like every time he was playing, I was like, this is a college player. They were doing it. a lot of hype of him. Yeah, and it was just like um, when, I, when it first happened, I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe they pulled off the trade because for one, you know, I was like, yeah. And the Draft Express was talking about like the Hawks love Bagley, but they also love Trey, and I was like, this is 
Stockholm after this time. They're going to get Bamba or Jaren Jackson. And I was like, they got they the trade. And I was like, dang, Zach Klein was right because he was talking about the trade, you know, because I remember they were talking about like, them in Dallas and the Bays go to Dallas and stuff. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, dang, this really happened. And I was just, I was just surprised, you know, like I get from a, a, a business standpoint, you know, you get like a future first round pick. I mean, Dallas, they're not going to be trash, but, you know, they're probably a top 10 pick, you know, like. But I mean, it's protected only top five, right? Yeah, top five. Ain't no way they're getting top five next year. Yeah, they're not getting top five. But with, with Doncic and, and uh, DS2. Yeah, and they got Dirk and Eric Barnes. I mean, come on, you can't say Dirk anymore. <laughs> Can you still say Dirk? You, you can't say Dirk as, like, as a part of the team. You can't be like, yeah, they got Dirk and Jason Kidd. I mean, he's yeah, not the Dirk of 2011 I mean, that won the championship, but he's still, I mean, he's still Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, it was like last year, it was just with Dallas, it was just. You know, they, was, Carter. they were trying to lose. And I was like, looking at they had Dirk playing center. And I was yeah. just like, they had Dirk <laughs> playing center. You know, they had nah. Dennis Smith was hurt. Even though he was looking really good in the beginning of the year, and I was like, okay, so his knee is hurt again? Yeah, Mark Dirk Cuban, is you, not you a better five. not tank again next year at the end of the year. If y'all not winning as, as much as y'all wanted to, to to make the playoffs, I'm going to need y'all to keep uh, keep on playing everybody and go on to the end, man. <laughs> yeah. You need that pick. Well, yeah, I mean, I I understand it. You know, like you got um, you got Trey. Just the thing that kind of bothers me the most about the selection is the Golden State comparisons. I really wish, like, of course, I really wish they just let the guys have their own identities because that's just like unfair. It's unfair expectations for all three. But of them. he lived literally drafted all three, like, because these guys were compared to these guys before they got drafted. Yeah, just it, like it, this wasn't a hawk scene where it was like, oh, he kind of reminds me of. Oh, he got a like these guys been compared to. These. I mean, it's like you know, people are ex- expecting these guys to be like the Splash Brothers right away. Uh, so. By the way, I, I want to shout out uh, Kevin Huter, Herder. Yeah, Herder. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to say their names. Kevin Herder. Kevin Herder. And, and yeah. On Amari Spellman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herder supposed to be Clay Thompson for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Spellman supposed to be Draymond Green for those of you who don't. Know. I just heard her looking at him like, I don't see no defense. <laughs> Clay. They, like, they, they say he played defense. They, they say he plays defense, he hustles. That, I mean, is it like, because like, I was thinking like, you know, Kyle Corver defense. I'm not trying to trash Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver got deep. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not trying like Kyle Corver defense. Like, you know, he, I used to have to defend his defense a lot because, you know, everybody's expecting like, you know, lockdown defense one-on-one. Like, Corver was a great team defender and he had great IQ. Yeah, you, you just got to try. Yeah, like, like he. Like that, that's what Corver does well. Corver tries. Yeah, like he ain't gonna stand in front. Of, he ain't gonna be able to stand in front of his guy the whole time, like you know, like a Clay Thompson. But you know, he, you know, he's a good help defender, good team defender, and he can make you do some weird, you know, make you do some weird stuff. But you know, I just, I just hope that they let Porter be his own person because I mean, like you know, Clay was guarding Westbrook one on one. He was on him, and I was like, I really hope that like you know, you just let these guys, you know, all three of them just be their own person, you know, just like that. Because I mean, like even. In Atlanta, you know, we had um, Dan Quinn come in, and you know, it's about Seattle, and I was like, y'all gotta let, <laughs> y'all gotta let them. I get, the, I like the idea, of like a fast physical defense, because when Mike Smith did was it here, work? I mean, they got to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's well, there you have. It. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know, it's just like people weren't trying to pigeonhole people into like, you know, this like Matt Ryan's not Russell Wilson, you know, the one uh, Freeman's not, you know, he's not Marshawn Lynch. You know, Julio Jones is better than any receiver Seattle ever had. And, uh, right. 
and uh, you know it's just but on the defensive end it was very much like Seattle he built it up I feel like yeah it's just like yeah you know you know it's just like you know Ricardo Lewis he's not Earl Thomas you know it's just like Ricardo Allen yeah Ricardo Allen didn't think about receiver <laughs> yeah it's just you know it's like uh, I get the you know you bring a philosophy but you know it's like don't try to be like you know I gotta get oh, I want to plug in this player plug in yeah, right. like, yeah, like so, like I don't want to see like Torian Prince try to hit pull up threes like he KD next year, you know, just like, <laughs> you know, just like I just don't want to see that. Or you see uh, Bays over here playing center because he's trying to be a Godala, you know, just like, you know, just like, no, no, that's hey, probably I was not gonna just work. Thinking about it, it's gonna be very exciting next year. Mm-hmm. Last year was a nightmare. Let me tell you, watching a Hawks game last year was absolute torture. The worst possible thing you could ever put yourself through as basketball. <laughs> oh. Watching an Atlanta Hawks game. Not the experience, the little thing around it, the little entertainment. That was fun. Hawks have the best entertainment probably in the league. It's very entertaining. They keep you laughing. They keep you dancing with the music. The actual game, worst possible experience you could put yourself through as a basketball fan. That's why they all needed all season. that other stuff. Every game, terrible terrible and, and, and people would just go and you know some stuff oh here's another game you know go no excitement that team was terrible roster horrible this year to have john collins with the uh with trey young if you don't know what hoarder could do i'm excited i'm excited to see that to see some trey young globs up to john collins i'm excited to see trey young you thought he was going to drive to the lane to alley-oop to John Collins again. He pulling up from 30 feet. And he making it. Mm. I'm excited to see that. What about some, some lobs from Dennis Detroit? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know, see Dennis hitting some pull-up threes. And, like, you know, he can – he's like, he don't want to do pull-up threes. Oh. <laughs> now, let me, t- let me just say this right Dennis now. you going to be like, ATL, my city. Yeah. You are actually excited to see the actual team. Not, 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 the te- not the simulated team on 2K. The actual team that will be taking The barbershop is opening up. The oh, barbershop opens up. <laughs> barbershop, courtside bar. Get, get your line up. LeBron James dunk it. Hey, you better not get your line up when LeBron come in town. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, LeBron. Who knows how much them tickets are going to be when LeBron comes in town? Oh, LeBron. <laughs> Who knows how much them ticks going to be? That, yeah. that first game, that home opener, I'm just like, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, I hope they get me off. They're, they're, they're going to have like, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't care who they get, but. Whoever they get that first game, it's gonna be every Atlanta rapper ever is gonna be there. Uh, Brooklyn, perhaps. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Brooklyn, perhaps. Hint. For who? Hint. Who? Dwight, Dwight Howard don't play on Brooklyn. They, oh, they, oh yeah, that's right. They, yeah, oh they, yeah, that's they right. They bought the contract. Yep. Yeah. See, ain't nothing special about Brooklyn. Just like how it was when the week started. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know why they did good. They already have Jared Allen. Yeah. I'm cool with Jared Allen. It saved $16 million. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was a money move. Yeah. They got cap space for two max guys next summer. They so, were tr- so, they so, were. They where y'all think Dwight's going? Who knows? I know that they were they were kind of they were kind of hinting at a Schroeder trade the night of the draft. Oh, yeah. They were hinting at a Schroeder oh, trade. Oh, Schroeder's gone by, by yeah. September. Hopefully. I mean, if not, you know, it only helps us out because, you know, it only helps Atlanta out. But, you know, 
he can see that big. I, I can't see him coming into training. Hmm. So, no Dennis. Oh, I, mean, I mean, if they keep him, you know, help, help him. You know, they talking about Dennis and Trey playing together, you know. No, you know Slane. I, would know, the, 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 I know Slane flakes. I, I know that, too. You know, I know he all about his draft. When he, when he said that <laughs> against Dwight Howard, you right. He hmm. said Dwight Howard can still play. He averaged 13 and 11 last year. Traded two days later. I don't yeah. trust him. Yeah, you remember having Torian Prince at power forward and Bays at three, <laughs> and then Dennis at, sh- at point. They, they're still not giving up on Brimbury because Brimbury on that summer league roster. I really, I really, like Brimbury is a guy who's shown that he can play, but can't, yeah, he can't stay healthy. Yeah, Eugene can't stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the um, I think Dwight, you know, like, here there's a Golden State stuff. I just don't like that fit, you know, because not not because of. It's like for basketball purposes, like the pace is too I, I fast. I don't think he'll join them. Yeah, I just I think like that's like the worst possible place for him because you know like Golden State is boring like as far as like. I think Golden State's becoming more and more and more I boring. Kinda, it's I like want you know, him to go where where it, if LeBron doesn't go to Houston or Philly. I kind of want him to go wherever LeBron goes. Yeah, that make yeah he'll fit good with LeBron. It just I just don't like you know you talk you know they talk about like you know. You like, have no pressure to go stand. Like they'll have a microscope right on him. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, Absolutely. Really worse than playing for the Knicks. Like you know, there's yeah. one thing on the Knicks and that media. They're going because like Golden State's boring. Like in terms of, like how many, how many times you can talk about you know the, the five guys. You know now right. they, you know they're talking more about you think LeBron won a championship. How much coverage he's getting versus Golden State. Poor, then, like, poor Kevin Knox though. Poor Kevin Knox getting drafted by New York and automatically, automatically getting the boom. I mean, the that's, but, that, but that's kind of like your initiation. Into <laughs> a new like yeah. You gotta get booed. Yeah, KP. They wanted that. Porter. Yeah, KP wasn't that popular when he got picked. Either. Well, they, they, I felt like if they picked Porter, yeah, no, no, he's no. not getting booed. No, no. If they pick Porter and then ESPN, because you know they had the, you know, the broadcast going on in the arena, they said, "Oh yeah, I just got a report. Uh, they." They drafted Porter with the understanding that he's not playing this season. They would have turned that to booze, and they would have yeah, booed Porter too. Yeah, they wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> they want the name. They they, they they want the name. It's just how it's yeah, just how New York. Knox would be good. That's a good safe pick. It's a question. Hey, uh, what what y'all think? Uh, what do you think Kentucky's gonna do this year? I think they're going all the way. Hey. <laughs> Um, I, I think I think they could go to Sweet 16. Got Hagens, EJ Montgomery. Those were two late recruits they got. Quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they already had uh, Emmanuel, and um, they they had they had the other boy who, who was also a uh, uh, King. King did did the King commit to uh, Kentucky, or the King go to somewhere else? King King is a McDonald's All American, but uh, I, 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 I don't know his I don't know his last name. We got a Stanford transfer. I mean, Kentucky's always one of those PJ, teams. It's always uh, in the mix. Washington. The, the, the African? Is yeah, PJ the African? <laughs> Who, who's the African? I, I mean, I, I don't mean any offense. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabriel. Gabriel? Is that his name? Gabriel. You know, the, the one who uh, was hitting all them threes in the SEC tournament. The seven-footer. I have no, I have no idea. Uh, Wayne Gabriel. Uh, Wayne Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think I may have heard of him a few times. Uh, he, he went to the draft. He went to the draft. Yeah. Did he get drafted? Uh, he went undrafted. And Dang. 
Wow. You know who also went undrafted? We talked about it a little bit last night. Trayvon Duval. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trayvon Duval. Yeah, they hyped them dude boys up. You know, I just... Uh, he was like the number one point guard coming out. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And they were... And they were in the... I think it was later in the first round, and then they were kind of... They were kind of thinking like, oh, where's Grayson Allen going to go? You know, a guy who's going to have to prove it to me. And I love this guy, man. But JQ... Jelly JQ, you're gonna have to prove it to me. He's going to, he's going to Nova. He's originally committed to Arizona, but you know, um, they had their whole Arizona thing and everybody decommitted. Yeah. Um, so JQ and the, he's a guy who like he, he kinda he showed flashes in the McDonald's game, but then you know, like other guys kinda like fit in with him. And it's like he didn't stand out like a, an amazing prodigy like I thought he was gonna be. And he was a five-star, so JQ is a guy that, that I really want to – I'm looking at this year as a guy who was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, projected first-round pick, and then kind of just disappeared kinda just after down. his first year. So mm-hmm. hopefully JQ can, can do something this year. Hopefully this year, hopefully. <laughs> uh, qu- a quick thing before we before we get out of here. Just some quick thoughts on the on the upcoming Creed, on the upcoming Creed 2. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for it. I like the first movie. It was kind of funny, like that year that movie came out. Like the year of boxing moves to get Southpaw, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, uh, I really have like a bias towards it. You know, like how some people seen the Rocky movies and kind of have like a sort of expectation. You know, only seen three, but you know, I, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I'm excited for it, and you know, it looked like it's a pretty good, pretty good storyline. The guy with a drago on his tights. You know. I assume he got some um, Rocky ties, and yeah, you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be pretty good. I look forward to it in November, I think. You know, so yeah, look forward. Came out last time. Yeah, and the first one, I saw the first one in theater with a friend of mine. I saw that one. That one, the first one was really good. The first one was really good. Yeah, I'm not really a, a Creed person, so I don't know. Mm. I don't know much about. You should see the first. The, I'm telling you, the well, first one was really good. I feel like I feel really like good. I'll have to watch all the Rocky movies to kind of catch up with it though and it's like i had all the rocky movies like on on um, vhs yeah never watched them. not necessarily or i never like sat through them and, and watched them. i mean like, i haven't that, seen a single rocky movie and yeah, i like three yeah i haven't seen one either just like a movie to kind of explain like the ties like his dad who his dad is and that's yeah. a rocky character and i was like okay you know like oh he's a former boxer you know like, okay but, you know, I don't know how good he was. And I know, like, Sylvester Stallone, they got ties. But, you yeah. know, it, it kind of... He's in. A, he was in the movie, right? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he was. He was a trainer, and he, um, he helped, he helped uh, Michael Jordan become a good boxer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, exactly. And, 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 you know, it was... Like I said, I haven't watched one Rocky movie. And I think it's also one of those things where, you know, even for just casual movie fans and casual sports fans, I think Rocky is so ingrained even into people because you hear about it so much especially when they talk about Philly sports I feel like it's so ingrained into the minds of so many people that you don't necessarily have to see all the Rocky movies to get you know to kind of get the story leading into Creed but that's just that's just my take on it but that's that's it for for now A-League show once again episode 79 once again as always thank you for listening to every listening and tuning in and everybody and uh, as we always do let's uh, do our sign offs if you will alright this is David Norwood my Twitter is at you know with 90 uh, this is RashadMilligan.com. Um, follow me on Twitter. And I'm a good eater. 
<laughs> Coming in with the heat as always. Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Grand Beyond the W. Check it out. See ya. Come through. Oh, first, first 48 and yellow tape. Keep, keep.